Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T, to my bed crimers. Hi, how are you? I hope you're doing well. To anyone new here, a warm welcome. Thank you for checking out the channel. Do me a favor, if after watching the video you find you enjoyed it or you learned something, smash that like button and please consider subscribing. And if you want to support the work I do, please consider a membership. I keep the price really low, $1.99 a month. Hey, that's much less than even one drink from Starbucks. Now, without further ado, let's dig in. Hi there, T here. I just wanted to give you guys a little bed crime bite tonight. Charlie Adelson has been moved once again. You may recall that after being convicted of plotting to do in his former brother-in-law, Dan Markell, the former periodontist, was moved in December to the Northwest Florida Reception Center Annex in Chipley, Florida. Then, as the new year dawned, he was moved to the Wakala Correctional Institution. Well, now he is at the Columbia Correctional Institution in Lake City, which apparently is a two-hour drive from the capital city. The Florida Vine Program reports that he was relocated there on Wednesday. Poor Charlie probably had just gotten settled in at Wakulla, and then he gets the note that, hey, dude, you gotta pack up your stuff. And the poor fella can't call home to Donna to grouse about it. He might be able to speak to Harvey, though. The Columbia Correctional Institution is all male. It houses only adults, and it has a capacity for 1,427 inmates. It offers the usual array of academic programs, including adult basic education, general education development, or GED as it's known, a literacy program, special education services, Title I services. It also has a vocational program for applied information technology, as well as masonry, brick, and block. I can't help thinking about Luis Rivera and Sigfredo Garcia, who both worked as Masons before they moved into their current prison cells. Colombia also has substance abuse programs, intensive outpatient, one called Living in Balance, and Outpatient. They also have like two dozen religious groups, they also have an institutional betterment program. I hope Charlie signs up for that one. There's one for Alcoholics Anonymous, Art Therapy, Compass 100, the Law Library Program, a Library Program, Music Slash Band, Peer to Peer, a Veterans Dorm, and something called Wellness Education. Now, this is a state prison, and it first opened in 1992. It has a mix of security levels, including community, minimum, medium, and close. As at Wakala, Columbia also has an annex, which opened in October of 2004, and it can hold another 1,000 
566 inmates at the same security levels that I just mentioned. Both prisons are near the Lake City Correctional Facility, a privately run prison that also holds state inmates. Like all prisons, Columbia has had some violent incidents. In March of 2012, a Columbia correctional officer named Reuben Thomas was fatally injured by an inmate who was using a sharp object, if you know what I mean. Then, in April of 2016, a correctional officer received similar wounds from another prisoner, and the next morning, a schizophrenic inmate who was being held in protective custody was found deceased. Don't anybody tell Charlie about that. In that same year, 2016, Florida State Representative David Richardson came to tour the prison. He visited initially on November 23rd. Inmates made numerous complaints to him about poor facilities, and Richardson described the facilities as, quote, unfit for human habitation. Yikes. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. This is called karma. Some of Charlie's neighbors at the prison include Jonathan Silva. He was found guilty of first-degree blank for the blank of his friend, Jerry Lee Alley, and this story was profiled on A&E's Killer Kids. Then there's Michael Hernandez, convicted of first-degree blank, of a classmate at his school, and another attempted first-degree blank for another classmate. Hernandez died at the institution in April of 2021, and he was just 31 years old. Living in prison definitely shortens one's life. Then there's Willie James Hodges. He was convicted of first-degree blank for the death of Patricia Bellinger during a burglary. Formerly on death row, he was resentenced to life in prison in 2022. There's also Randy Schoenwetter, who was convicted of blank for Ronald and Virginia Frisky. That's really the name, Frisky. Schoenwetter was formerly on death row at Union Correctional Institution, and in 2021, he too was resentenced to life in prison. I found a chart on the Florida Department of Corrections website. The chart is titled Inmate Mortality at Columbia Correctional Institution Annex. The names of 20 inmates are on the chart. Two of those deaths are labeled homicide. Five say they were accidents. Thirteen are labeled natural as in natural causes. One was an unaliving, I can't say the word that starts with S. The rest are labeled pending. During the height of the COVID pandemic, a lot of inmates died at this institution. That's all for your bed crime bite. I hope you guys are having a great evening, and I'll see you next time on Bed Crime Stories.